enhanced Captain Jollyfax's popularity among the boys. Its tendency was other way with the women, and those in particular who lived near enough to be startled by its noise. The natural feminine distrust of all guns in all circumstances was increased in the case of a brass cannon, which might go off at any moment of Captain Jollyfax's crowded calendar. And it was asserted that Mrs. Billing, the widow who lived at the Hillfort, exactly under Captain Jollyfax's line of fire, had been startled into the destruction of three basins and a large dish within one month of many birthdays. Mrs. Billing, indeed, as was to be expected from her situation, was the brass gun's chief enemy. Consequently, if Captain Jollyfax had dragged his gun up the aisle of Lee Church and fired it under the pulpit, he could scarcely have startled the parishioners more than did the rector when he first read the bans of marriage between John Jollyfax, bachelor, and Marianne Billing, widow, both of that parish. Except for the gun, there need to have been little to startle Lee, for Captain Jollyfax was none so old as retired skippers went thereabouts, and Mrs. Billing was as neat and pleasant a widow of forty-two as might be found in Essex, where the widows have always been admirable. Moreover, she had no encumbrance in the way of children, but there was no mistaking the fact now, even for the deaf who were not at church, for the succeeding fortnight and a day or two over. Captain Jollyfax and Mrs. Billing were visible day by day and arm in arm from shop to shop in Lee High Street. The result was no great advance in the retail commerce of Lee. In fact, none. The household appointments of both Captain Jollyfax and Mrs. Billing were fairly complete in their humble way. And when Mrs. Billing had triumphantly hauled Captain Jollyfax into an ironmonger's in pursuit of a certain fish kettle or a particular fender, she was certainly presently to discover that just such an article embellished Captain Jollyfax's kitchen or her own. Nevertheless, she persevered, for a bout of shopping was the proper preliminary to any respectable wedding and must be performed with full pomp and circumstance. And if nothing or very little was actually bought, so much the cheaper. Mrs. Billing was resolved to be balked of no single circumstance of distinction and triumph appertaining to the occasion. And Captain Jollyfax was mightily relieved to find so much shopping cost so little after all, so that he grew gradually more cheerful as the wedding day neared, which is said not to be invariably the case in these circumstances. The wedding was fixed for the morning of a certain Wednesday, and on the evening before the day, Mrs. Billing spent some little time in glorious authority on Captain Jollyfax's premises, superintending the labour of Mrs. Packwood, who did charring, and was now employed to make the domestic arrangements of the place suit the fancies of its incoming mistress. Flushed with hours of undisputed command, Mrs. Billing emerged in the little garden. Whereunto Captain Jollyfax had retreated early in the operations, and there perceived tomorrow's bridegroom in the act of withdrawing a broomstick from the mouth of the brass gun. What are you been a doing to that gun, John? Demanded Missus Billing rather peremptorily, eyeing the weapon askant. A giving her a rub up inside and out, answered Captain Jollyfax placably, and I've just rammed her with a good big charge ready for tomorrow.
Why for tomorrow? Mrs. Billings' voice was a trifle sharper still, and she turned a fresh glance of unmistakable dislike on the gun. Why for tomorrow? Captain Jollyfax repeated wonderingly. Why, wedding day, of course. Touch her off when we come home from church. Nothing of the sort. She spoke now with a positive snap. A nasty, dangerous, banging thing. As frightens people out of their seven senses. I won't have it. Why, it were almost more than I could stand down there at the bottom of the hill. And have that thing go off near me, I will not. So there. Captain Jollyfax stared blankly. What? he jerked out, scarcely believing his ears. Not fire the gun on the wedding day. No, Mrs. Billing replied emphatically. Nor any other day, neither.